A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Roman Reigns is a Hall of Famer. There's no two ways about it now for me. The head of the table has become all time, and long may it continue, the dude rules. He is super popular as well, so we should all chat him about him, right? Agreed. So I am Sam from What Culture. Please do subscribe. Makes me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. And this is 10 Fascinating Backstage Facts about the tribal chief. Number 10, he had to apologize to the locker room. That can't have been fun. Happening in 2016, after Roman was suspended following a failed wellness test, I would assume this is when he really grabbed hold of that locker room leader role. Doing things like this goes a long way in wrestling. It was a shocking situation though, when tied into Reigns losing his WWE title at that year's Money in the Bank. It'd be 30 days before he returned to Battleground, and to this day, we don't really know what he did. I'm not going to speculate here because that's not cool, but owning your mistakes in life is important. Roman even tweeted out a sorry, so he publicly took his licks too. Without this, WWE may not have gone in heavy with the Seth Rollins-Dean Ambrose feud as they did. Hell, maybe the now John Moxley would never have held the world title. It was a crazy moment in time, though. Nobody saw this coming, and I still remember where I was when I heard the news. And somewhat embarrassingly, it was in the gym. <laughs> that's right. I am a parody. Number nine, The Undertaker thought he should break the streak. So this is the argument that will never die, and I do totally get it. It was a big deal. But at WrestleMania 30, Brock Lesnar ended The Undertaker's unbeaten run to genuine silence. Nobody could believe it. I, for one, support this decision because even though Brock was already a star, what he did following this was ridiculous. I mean, he is still riding those waves today. I'm not sure he has the same run without it. One man that would disagree is Mark Calloway himself, because he has said in many an interview that in hindsight, he would have given the nod to Roman Reigns. Like many of you, the dead man thought Lesnar would be fine anyways, whereas the big dog could have used it as a platform. But look, even when Roman became the second dude to beat the Phenom on the grandest stage of them all, he was booed for 10 minutes straight on Raw. So imagine that without the Lesnar match, unreal. Ultimately, it doesn't actually matter because it all worked out in the end. The Beast is a legend of the game, as is Roman. They found their way. Number eight, Tamina handcrafted the lay he wore at the 2020 Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. So this is hard for me. I have always been told that no one is meaner than Tamina, and here she is being the nicest person ever. Unless this was like made from demon feathers or something. I don't think it was. On this night, Roman did engage with Jey Uso in the massive cage as the head of the table character really came alive even more so after the fact. As soon as he was declared the winner, the Wild Samoans or the Elders appeared and almost coronated Reigns into his tribal chief position as they draped a lay around his neck. 
was quite a cool moment. Soon after, we learned that it was Tamina, nobody is meaner, that was behind this, as was the white one that Jay wore. So really, she should have picked a side, but still, this just added so much lore to the match. This is all on the WWE Day Of documentary, which you should watch because it's great. I think we learned from this. The whole angle has been steeped in little trinkets like this. Just made it so damn good. Number seven, Braun Strowman says he helped craft the monster. Right, so, Braun Strowman is massive, this we know. As such, he was zoomed through NXT to the main roster. Mostly because Vincent Kennedy McMahon can't help himself. In many had to learn on the job, which is never easy, but who was there with the assists? That's right, Roman Reigns. Another moment where I'm sure he stepped into this leader role, Braun told Sports Kida that, yeah, during those tough days, Roman was always there to steer him in the right direction. That made sense too. They were feuding a lot. Do not forget either, this Strowman went from mask member of the Wyatts to a genuine Monday Night Raw treat, and I'm sure Roman was part of that rise probably why he got crushed in vehicles over and over too. He knew what was right, and you damn well love to see it. Number six, there was heat following his 2013 feud with CM Punk, or so it is said. Now, during Punk's last 14 months or so, he worked with Roman a lot, and come January 2014, they had a singles match too. They were joined at the hip for a good while. Apparently, whatever decisions were made did not go down great, though, because as Reigns told the Load Management podcast in 2020, he has certain feelings towards Punk, in the sense that guy made his life far harder than it needed to be. Ever the company man, he also mentioned he would work with CM again if that's what the fans craved, but quite clearly this wasn't all peaches and cream. Not like this was an angle either. They weren't in the same company. I think Roman was mad. I doubt he'll speak on it further because there's no need. But number five was the same with Randy Orton. So this was much different because, yeah, at this stage, you'd assume the pair are both WWE lifers. We all know Orton has had his ups and downs too. Randy is the first to admit that. And for a while there, his style was getting a kicker from the wider audience. They thought he was just resting on his laurels. This did shift over into backstage gossip too, because as the word went, Roman felt like Orton kind of phoned it in during their feud, which didn't help Reigns at all. He certainly needed all the assistance he could get in 2014, and maybe this wasn't as forthcoming from the Viper. If anything, it made the big dog look a bit meh. It allegedly developed into some backstage heat, although drawing an appearance on the After the Bell podcast with Corey Graves, Roman actually said that Orton seemed less lethargic at WrestleMania 36. So there you go. Oddly, that was after the brawl with Edge, so who knows? But when you do do some digging, it does feel like maybe, just maybe, there was a little bit of bad blood. Wrestling. Number four, what really happened that night, he revealed his leukemia. Now let's not forget that the Shield were awesome. They've gone on to smash it, so the idea worked, and the bond they had was very real. Together forever vibes. It's why in 2018, after Roman revealed he had to step away to deal with leukemia, which was horrible, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose kind of dropped their characters for the evening as they embraced Reigns on the entrance ramp. Quite the moment. John Moxie actually gave us more info about this on the Talk is Jericho podcast, as he felt ultimately it was used in the wrong way. But then Ambrose saw this as Vince McMahon trying to increase ratings because of it, which is why at the end of the episode, he smashed Rollins with the dirty deeds and turned heel. I mean, the timing was kind of bizarre. The real kicker is what the lunatic fringe was asked to say, as he told Jericho he would not quote it live on air and would tell Chris afterwards. He did describe it as the worst line ever, which is also why he refused to stay on Raw. My gosh, I can't even imagine being in that position given this was his friend in a very real life or death situation. 
Wrestling really does forget what's important from time to time. Utter madness. Number three, his ring name was inspired by a forgotten NXT star. Wrestling names can have great backstories. Kevin Steen became Kevin Owens because he was a huge Owen Hart fan and even named his son after the King of Hearts, whereas Tyler Black became Seth Rollins because Henry Rollins is the lead singer of one of his favorite bands, Black Flag. It's likely where the black came from too. With Roman, we have to go back to Calvin Reigns, spelled R-A-I-N-E-S, and as he told us on Talk is Jericho, he did like Roman and actually just wanted to be that, Roman. But when WWE said he needed two names, it was Corey Graves who had a suggestion. Because he thought Reigns would work, but obviously he has to spell it differently. And they mentioned that Calvin definitely played a part, because that's where it came from to begin with. So bam, there's the inspiration. You can also go back on YouTube now and watch Calvin Reigns, although you don't need me to tell you this. Was he as successful as the head of the table? No. No, he wasn't. Number two, Vince McMahon hated his fast lane 2017 boots. Didn't see that one coming, did ya? Vince McMahon does seem to be quite uppity about wrestling gear because he lost it with Seth Rollins too when he wore all white at SummerSlam. Everybody else loved it apart from Vince. Who knows? On the evening in question though, Roman was facing Braun Strowman and to try and stand out a bit, he got some new footwear and he made the soles white. Now you know where this is going. For a while, it seemed like it didn't matter, but as Reigns explained to the Not Sam podcast, a few weeks afterwards, a certain important human didn't like this at all, and I wonder who that could be. It's important to note Roman never said McMahon's name, but come on now, and I just don't get it. White is a good color, it looks cool, and now nobody is allowed to wear it, even though it stands out and feels special. Thanks a lot, Vince. This one don't make any sense. Number one, he has issues with Enzo Amore. Apparently, always got to throw that word in there. Now, it's fair to say Enzo did wind a lot of people up behind the scenes in WWE as these stories are everywhere. Feels like what you see is what you get. And when you're on the road and that sort of energy walks in, yeah, I can see it. If we go back to 2018, however, this is said to have gone out of hand because he annoyed Roman Reigns so much, the head of the table had him kicked off the tour bus. Sheesh. Amore called these nothing more than rumors when he appeared on Corey Graves' podcast, but then later on, Corey himself confirmed it. So who the hell knows? And what the hell did he do? Graves did enlighten us a little bit as it was said Enzo was loudly boasting he spent his time partying with music superstar The Weeknd. And actually, there's more. Because referee Mike Yoda told JBL on his show that Amore was told to leave the locker room by Roman on a different occasion because Enzo was just doing stupid stuff. Huh. Kyoto went as far as to describe it as disrespecting the boys. So man, we need more. And yet we're never gonna get it. If I were to guess though, I think it may very well be true. Know of any other fascinating backstage facts about Roman Reigns? Make sure you let us know in the comments below before you like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Then please do click the video that's on the screen right now to continue your what culture journey and follow us on social media. But more importantly, put a smile on your face, make sure you hugged your loved ones, and remember that today is all that matters. I appreciate you stopping by, and I'll talk to you again soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.